Hey peeps, what's happening? Today's episode 128 of the Speed Mentor podcast with me, your, well I'm going to say with me, your host, Gavin Wall, but I'm not actually the host today. The host today of the podcast is actually Matthew Thompson, Matt Thompson of Best of Belfast fame, and you'll have heard of Matt Thompson before if you listened to our earlier episodes, we, we five-part mini-series that I did with Matt about the hero's journey. Well, Matt was sitting down to interview myself and my business partner, Andrew Cuthbert of the Change Venture Fund. He's sitting down to interview us. He did a five-part series this week, and I'm going to release, pepper them into the episodes over the next few weeks, um, the recordings that he did with us this week. And the first episode that you'll hear today is all about the origin story um, of the change, how effectively, essentially, myself and Andrew Cuthbert got together and decided that we wanted to change the world forever, certainly this part of Northern Ireland. Anyway, I'm for it to have a massive impact uh, on the rest of the world in venture capital and in business more generally. So hope you enjoy it. Sit back, relax. Um, it's recorded right in the middle of the flu that I had there. So hopefully I'm clear enough and loud enough and uh, shouting a bit out and you'll get to hear a wee bit from Andrew Cuthbert in his very own words. I know you've heard me mention him once or twice, uh, maybe more than once or twice in my own podcast, but now you'll actually hear from the man himself. In fact, he's only the third ever voice, I think, that you'll have ever heard on the podcast um, series. So hope you enjoy. I'll say I'll pepper the rest of the five-parter that we did with Matt Thompson through some of the episodes in the coming weeks. Okay, enjoy. So yeah, I mean, I know both of you guys pretty well. We've been working together in Omo Bass and, you know, we've been about and I know you, but I don't really know how you two met. I know some things about the change. We all know some things about the change because you've been leaking stuff online, but really... This today and the next couple of episodes is really a good chance for us to really figure out who you are, what's going on and why you are doing it. So really this first episode, all it's about is I've kind of called it the origin story, uh, like any good comic book hero. <laughs> yeah. And so the first question is really simply, how did the two of you meet? Well, that's, that's a good question. Um, it was down to Mr. Cuthbert here. It was actually how we first met. So there's probably a wee bit background to that, but essentially Andrew sent me a private message on LinkedIn one day and a wee bit of a story and said, how are you keeping blah, 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 blah. Uh, would you fancy meeting up? And that's actually the first contact we ever had. I think Andrew had liked a couple of things I had done on LinkedIn before that. And I thought there was a reason behind that. And it turned out that it wasn't the reason. So... I had spotted Andrew on LinkedIn and I didn't know anything about him. I suspected he might have been in tech or startups or, or business of some description like that. And for some, I just had him in my head and I had been looking for a, a tech startup opportunity back in 2017. And I'd spent three months um, researching that, speaking at tech conferences that I should never have even been at. <laughs> in bed in my, well, the interesting thing about tech conferences was I remember speaking at one, uh, I was the only person who actually spoke about people. And I actually got a stand ovation at a tech conference for speaking about people, which was really, really interesting. Because no matter what there is about tech, you still mm. need people. Mm. And that was really, it was really tech heavy and people were going, oh, 
you know, <laughs> had enough of it. Um, and then I spoke with people uh, about my love of trying to develop people and everyone, <gasps> wow, man, this is fucking crazy, you know, people, wow. But so I had looked for that opportunity in tech and startup for, for uh, three months solid and couldn't find one. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's very, very apt that uh, it was a LinkedIn message that you got, wasn't yeah. it? That was like a big part of like your brand and everything. It's well, been a big part of your journey. Yeah. So, so I had documented that search for three months on LinkedIn that I was looking for um, a uh, tech startup, etc. So then probably eight months later, nine months later, Andrew, in the summer of 2018, sent me that message on LinkedIn I say I've, I do a lot of stuff. I've documented my life really last three or four years on LinkedIn. Andrew reached out to me. I thought that that's that guy in mm. tech. I, I thought he's reached out to me because of the tech journey <laughs> stuff. And, and the really interesting thing was that I was really busy at the time, and somebody else had reached out to me who's really really well known, wanted to talk about some business opportunity, and I was actually too busy to do it. I mm. said no, uh, Andrew. I thought that's a tech one or something there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I said, I'll go and meet him. And I'll let Andrew maybe say the yeah, reason so let why. Me ask, let me ask this. Andrew, yeah. why did you send that message? Yeah. Um, it was, I mean, I, I actually didn't know. Uh, everyone else knows Gavin. Like <laughs> you yeah. were like hardly even on LinkedIn. You were yeah. just like. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I hadn't really seen many of his messages. Uh, um, but then there was one he had posted and it was on failure realistically and um it just hit me just the honesty of the post to be honest <laughs> um he he was very very clear as to the fact that he had a big failure and uh that he'd got through that and that was with the support of his wife and i was going through a fairly difficult time having just um exited a tech startup but one that was going pretty well uh, I'm not going into that in too much detail, but saw it as a failure. And essentially, that's why I thought Gavin was just a really interesting guy. So my, my original post was just to find out more, to understand more about the man. So just pure curiosity? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Complete curiosity. Yeah. So did you just meet? Where did you just meet? Yeah. yeah. In the um, the Mac Theatre. Oh, we're, we're all great. Yeah, we're all Relationships great. are started. Relationships are started. <laughs> so and I say, I thought it was coming this is a tech opportunity. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. You know, that was that we see. Yeah, contract. we see. That's just amazing. We see I planted in 27. Because then I'm, I'm, I'm all about trying to show people how the story develops and how they can implement it in their lives. You show up a videographer, yeah. document the day. This is it. The seed that was planted and then the flipping tree, the saplings. Are there. But actually, it was a post about failure. I didn't, I didn't know until they arrived and we started. He, Andrew said he had what he considered a failure and mm. talking about resilience and wife standing by you, you know, well, for me, that was five years in my sister-in-law's back bedroom um, with my wife and kids, no mm. home, lost her home, absolutely everything, huge wipeout from, you know, essentially being a multimillionaire sure. um, to ground zero, and my wife's sticking by me, and Andrew was wanting to know about the mechanics of that, and how did that happen, and what did I do then to get back that was the most important mm -hmm. part, I think. Really, yeah. how do you get back? Yeah. So I love that you just used to you just used the phrase. Andrew wanted to know the mechanics behind that, yeah. and I think that summarizes Andrew very, very, yeah. very well. And what I think is interesting about you two guys, and I think what's curious and why I'm looking forward to doing these episodes with you is because, on paper, anyway, mm -hmm. you guys are complete opposites. Mm -hmm. 
So I'm even curious, how did that first meeting go? Like, did you get on well? Was it, a, was it a matter of opposites attract? Or was it, I actually don't know about this guy. Like, he's a bit too loud for me or he's a bit too technical for me. You know, how did that kind of pan out? That's uh, funny. He, uh, <laughs> that's, a, that's a funny one because value-wise, we're actually so similar. It's, it's unbelievable. Um, uh, Andrew's probably, uh, and vice versa, we probably haven't met um, many people that are alike as each other in our lifetimes that's we you know we think that pretty strongly the exterior wrapper mm. uh, may be different yeah uh, and the approach to actually um trying to bring something additional to the world may be different mine may be come on let's, you know <laughs> you can take away my life but you'll never take my fleet yeah come on you know i'm trying to march a thousand people up over the hill and you know, this is the where the land of um, milk and honey lies. Yeah, you know, yeah, that yeah, that yeah, may yeah. be different, and Andrew will be out there just spreading knowledge mm. um, to people. Um, but inside there, is identical. You always say to me, Andrew, anyway, that my external persona is not the same as No, he's, he's Jack Well, we, we, we all project, don't we? We all have a, a podcast version of ourselves, and then we have the sitting on the sofa version of ourselves. So, you yeah. know, all good, all good. Um, what happened next? I think, I mean, we we met we met that first time, and from reading Gavin's kind of website background is meant to be 20 minute meeting and I think it was four hours or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite a long one. Yeah. You showed up with like a wee yard last year like okay speed mentor time here we go here we go. Yeah. And we kind of frustrated that it was like we, we took a lot of time and and then um, kind of the net I think the next time we met we started talking about kind of tech really because that first meeting led us into discussing kind of both my successes and my failures over time in tech um, and just the journey that there is in tech in a real sense, not just the glitz of the upside, let's say, <laughs> and how hard it was. Um, but really how amazing it is as well once you create something that lots of people use um, and how that can change the world, where in other areas of business is just not as simple as that. So what is it for you personally that has attracted you to tech? Um, I'd say working on the problem. Uh, so instead of working inside a problem, you get the chance to remodel how the world works. Mm. And that that's just uh, it's a one-off opportunity in life. I mean, any uh, friends who are doctors, or friends who are vets, or friends who are all sorts of professions, but um, they work in the problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're dealing with a system that exists. For us, we can disrupt all that and change everything. So, so. where does the desire to do that come from? Um, these, uh, truthfully, just from a set of values I have, I just um, have always wanted to be the change since ever I was young, I would say. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we merch plug. Yeah. Yeah. Get Callum to add in the wee ad music. Yeah. Like, ding, ding, <laughs> ding. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, just uh, essentially just something, a desire to make a difference, um, leave a legacy, change things in a positive way. Obviously, not trying to change them to be destructive, but. Uh, even the greatest ideas have negative side effects and mm-hmm. I've always been a questioning individual and Gavin is too and I think we maybe question too much, truthfully. Mm-hmm. 
um it's a curse as much as a blessing <laughs> do you believe you know every sun casts a shadow is that what you're talking about it, it does i mean that usually see oppenheimer as one of the great examples in nuclear fission mm. and you go well you create a bomb or you can create an endless source of power yeah um, true <laughs> there's essentially two outcomes of one one kind of upside but uh but yeah everything has an has a negative and you have to then try and balance that so decide what are you working on and why yeah is, so is i mean there's a big difference between meeting together for a coffee and resonating with each other and being like i really connect with this mm-hmm. guy like this is great like we've shared values and then going on and actually having a working relationship with each other mm-hmm. so i suppose how did that come about yeah well from my perspective actually i was well two things number one i already i've already told you all <laughs> i was looking for a tech um startup type of opportunity something outside my own knowledge Andrew was already there. Number two, I was absolutely fascinated by this guy. Mm. Uh, I just cannot overstate how fascinating Andrew is. Um, his intelligence, his knowledge, his um, desire to share that and to make a difference. It's just totally overpowering. Um, you have to meet Andrew to understand that. In fact, I probably think a lot of people who believe him can't actually even comprehend it because of the the quantum of it. They probably think, it can't be real. How can somebody want to change the world this much and think that he has the ability to do it and uh, or is prepared to go through a lot of pain to try and do it? Mm. And maybe so, it takes the four hours to hear that. Yeah, and they might maybe dismiss it. So for me, I thought, mm, I can see why he's gone wrong a few times. I could immediately see a few little quirks, if I, if I put it that way, probably in Andrew's personality. That So I was reading this book um, by Peter Thiel, uh, Zero to One, who invented PayPal and was one of the early um, investors in uh, Facebook. And the one thing he says in that book, right, and it's actually really appropriate for the journey that we're about to go on, is that never back a sole founder. Mm. Okay. Wow. Never back a sole founder. He said you must back founders as a team or as a pair. Or at the very, very least, if you have somebody exceptional, if they've already got a brilliant team around them. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I was sitting with Andrew. I could see that the guy was brilliant. Um, to me, he's quite clearly a genius. And um, But I was looking at why hasn't it happened? Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about the Peter Thiel piece and about dual founders and a team. And I started to listen to some of the stories that were going on. And I could see that, yes, Andrew has a brilliant mind to come up with innovation, the things he's talking about, just recreate, get a Rubik's Cube and just go like that with an idea or an industry or anything. But the thing is, when you're doing that, there's all sorts of, um, things coming at you left, right and centre on the people front uh, on other business people maybe it could be trying to steal your idea or undermine you or do this, that and the other and I think, well who's looking out for those things mm. and Andrew in my view may not have been looking out enough for those types of things and they may have been the things that undid him possibly, that was just my reading of it in that meeting sure. and I'm thinking yeah, I'm the guy who can make a difference to that yeah and then the other side of that coin is you have gavin here who is a successful entrepreneur does well is tech savvy but in terms of the 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 realm you operate in doesn't have a clue about tech (laughs) well yeah okay i suppose but i i i I always think the tech parts are overplayed yeah (laughs) 
Um, when you build technology to fix a problem, I mean, to deal with an issue that's happening in real life, it's not about, oh, I want to create that for the fun of it. So, I mean, I mean Gavin, Gavin, truthfully, and it is down to those shared values um, that I'd say brings us together, but... I would agree with everything Gavin said. I mean, I, I am a quirky guy. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I think everyone has their quirks, but I mean, I do, I do have quirks. And, and I think it's um, really been meeting Gavin's sort of completed me, mm. I, I would say, as, as an entrepreneur. Um, I don't look out for the sort of train coming from left field. I don't look out for those things. I'm so passionate. I get into my idea. I'll work as long as it takes uh, to make it happen, but someone else doesn't have the same agenda generally, mm-hmm. and and that uh, that's something I never see. Mm-hmm. So it's always going to happen, especially sure. when you create big things and they're on the way to success. And Gavin sees that and is able to see it before it happens, mm-hmm. which is where Gavin's people skills. I mean, not to underplay those; they're just so significantly important. Yeah, yeah. To making a success, I mean, they're everything. Yeah. Realistically. So, what other ways do you guys complete each other? How do you complement each other? I, I would say in pitches. I mean, it, it's probably quite interesting. Um, because Gavin, when you first got into this, I suppose was saying, "I know nothing about tech," just as you said. Mm-hmm. Um, but even so, there's always a, a viewpoint and just going, "Well, where does that fit? Why are you doing that?" Yeah, it sounds technically interesting maybe to, to a degree but how does it apply here mm. um and gavin pick up on that and bring useful insight from outside of tech mm. on a problem um and then also making final decisions looking at how someone works work ethic um are they the right person um are they the right team do they seem capable of developing a team if they don't have a team yet um so many things that that do matter and that just takes both of us to kind of look at it from two angles um and i add in then we've another obviously two individuals who have helped us uh along the way and they bring just that extra value that uh, neither of us have Mm -hmm. remember whenever you're on any journey and this is a start start of our journey um the the early part uh, and this will be the same for any other founders whenever you are trying to create something really, really significant, right? A billion-dollar company or disrupt an industry or change the world, right? You're going to come across so much. It's near impossible, Mm. right? That's just the fact of it. It's near impossible unless, but the more you apply yourself, you know, the more possible it becomes, okay? But you're taking on real, you're, you're taking on, Whoever the industry standard is, you're trying to disrupt them. They're going to try and stop you. You're going to um, other potential competitors. There's every hurdle you can possibly think of. When you're there on your own, and you just get that, well, that could take you down for a couple of days while you're licking your wounds and you're, you know, feeling sorry for yourself. Even for you know really strong entrepreneurs. Now we had one there last week, mm-hmm. and sometimes when you're in a, a pair. Right. One particular thing that gets you like that might only be it depends on what element of the business that comes in. So it might be on me and I, oh God, that was my element. And I'll be right. Come on. Don't be worrying <laughs> about that. You know, and then you're snapped Sorry. out maybe in 10 minutes. Yeah. And the alternative might be that it's exactly the same for founders that we're trying to inspire. You know, if they're in a pair and then they've got us in support, etc. It's rather than something laying you down for mm. a couple of days or to, it's right come on 
don't worry about it. It's just one wee blip on the journey, one bump. Let's get right back at it and go mm-hmm. again. That's what yeah. that's really powerful. Yeah, two are better than one. Uh, let's stand back to back, fight off everybody uh, together. One hundred percent. One hundred percent every time. Cool. Yeah. So the big question: How did all of that culminate into what is now known as the change? So we should we should mention, I suppose, the first two investments Gavin got involved with. Um, so I, w- I was mentoring essentially two startups and they were what I was focused on at the time and they both had ideas when you work with them you could tease out something that could change the world mm-hmm. in one way or another one of them was in the area of image so not something that you can tell I <laughs> um, it was interesting and the other was in wells and probate mm. So those two ideas um, were were opportunities to invest, uh, but they were also opportunities for us to apply our skills and knowledge. So Gavin bit the bullet, got involved in uh first one, uh, which was the image management solution. Um, and uh, then the second one as well. So not only did he do one, did he did both of them. <laughs> two for one. <laughs> and off the back of that, we, we experienced both success and a a short sharp failure as well Mm. on the image management piece so we went through that and that probably built us stronger than anything could have the failure is as people maybe recognize that that gives you the chance to grow you you notice how the other person reacts to that you notice how do they deal with those things it's easy to go the other one's going brilliant so far and everything's rosy uh, but when you you meet a sort of failure slap bang in the face, you tend to get to know someone really well. Mm. And it was challenging, Gavin. I thought at least uh-huh. I mean, it was just diff- difficult to deal with founder exit and, and all these sorts of things that are just always painful. But it was um, something after having done it, I felt didn't enjoy it. Don't think we did it perfectly. Sure. But next time, we'll uh-huh. do it better. Mm. And that was... Yeah, there were two so... There were two things that really um, stood out in particular for me uh, on that wee part of the journey. One was in one of those startups that I backed, so I, I backed two of them financially. One of them I backed, I was also putting in sweat equity. Mm. And what I didn't know at this time, I just, if I say I'm going to do something, I do it. Yeah, right? sure. That's why I'm easy for me to lead my life in public and put it all out there because everything I say I'm going to do, I do right um if i'm successful at it or not i don't know but i will do it to the best of my ability i said i was putting sweat equity into one of them and uh, i was going to come in and work a day a week in it and what i didn't realize was that lots of um people say that they're going to put sweat equity into stuff but don't really do it sure and that might be the experience in you know in northern ireland and elsewhere and so I said I was going to put the sweat equity in, and then I turned up every single week. <laughs> and then Andrew was going, "This doesn't normally happen." We, we thought this was because they only give me options. They only give me options for the sweat equity, and there was a wee bit of an arm wrestle about the options for the sweat equity at the time. And I never really—I was going, "Why well, these guys?" It did feel to me as if there was a wee, but we, we were still getting to know sure. each other. Justin, there were other people that Andrew knew better that were involved, and I, well, I was feeling a wee bit. Of, these guys are giving me a wee bit here. <laughs> <laughs> about the options I did feel a wee bit but I thought there must have been something. what I realise now is that um, a lot of people don't turn up 
mm. to do their sweat equity. That's yeah. something which is really important. We'll come on to our agents of change later on in later episodes because that's a really important concept. Um, but I was always going to turn up. So I think that impressed Andrew. Um, he said, oh, right, this guy does what he says he's going to do. And then the next thing was we were discussing um, one morning. And I'll never forget this. This was the thing that really changed everything for me um, when I was trying to get into Andrew's mind. And remember, that's, you know, I'm a bright enough guy, but, you know, I'm, I'm going, we're talking about levels here. There's levels and levels. And um, we were in Bangor one day, one morning, breakfast, working on something. And Andrew just said to me, he said, it's all about adding value with the power of the mind. Not what it was, you said? Yeah. And poof, my head just, I'm just thinking about all the physical work I've done over the years, mm. you know, both as a barrister and then I'm a retail trade. Stacking shelves. Stacking stuff and <laughs> doing cases and, and then rather than doing all of that, if you, if you take an idea or a problem, and you get your mind and you use your mind then to work that out. It's just adding value through the power of the mind. Mm. Andrew said that to me. So, oh, oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ, man. That's it. That's it. <laughs> and uh, so that was a major wee um, bit of that journey. And then, and then thinking about, right, right, how do I implement this? How do I help Andrew implement this? How do we get this into other people? So they can take those problems and then start thinking about them. And we'll talk probably later about um, um, sprints that we do, uh, strategic sprints and different things that really then are the outworkings of that idea. Um, so those were a couple of wee things just on that journey. And we were involved working through some really tough stuff. So when the two startups we've one we've had some struggles with, um, we saw how we worked. Um, I definitely think that Andrew could see, I'm pretty calm. You know, I might be flamboyant in my in my approach, but when the shit's hitting the van, there's nobody as, as calm as me. <laughs> I'm totally, I'm almost unflappable. And I'll just wait and wait and wait, you know, for the moment to be right. And I'm calm, calm, calm. And the moment's right, bam. That, and that, that's it done, mm. right? Um, I think Andrew saw a bit of that. That was definitely a good addition um, to Andrew's skill set. And um, we worked really well under some difficult circumstances and, and came out the other end stronger. And then we, we've one of our um, startups, which is going really well. And we're absolutely delighted about that. And Andrew's doing absolutely brilliant work um, with the founder on that one. Brilliant. So how did that come about to saying, you know what, let's start a VC? It was actually, so I was going to, I would have been supporting the founder Um they took that a bit further, I'm going to say, than I had intended because I couldn't work inside the business. And uh, then that event, well, that causes problems when there's a miscommunication around what you're each going to do and your roles and responsibilities. So um, so essentially, I was going to be leaving that business and uh, looking at what was it going to do next. So for me, I just thought I have to get back to what really matters to me. Um, I've kind of not really been focused because when I got involved in this startup to advise them, I, it had been a difficult time, hence the timing of reaching out to Gavin. And I just, the head's not in the right place to make a decision of significance at that point. And yet after that second experience, it was. So um, 
the uh, the opportunity presented itself to what I say think more widely. I don't know exactly how it came to me, but I just always have had in every company I've ever founded be the change has been on the wall. And I typed in the change to see if there are any domain names available. And I saw the change.vc mm. was available. And I bought it pretty much straight away. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the next day I just said to Gavin, Gavin, I've just bought this, the change.vc. And uh, we, we both, I mean, I'd spoken to Gavin about what the change meant to me before this decision. And uh, I haven't experienced, say, that startup and the other one with Gavin felt together we'd do it much more powerfully than mm. if one or the other of us did it as such. Just felt together we could make a real difference and said, are you up for it? And Gavin said yes. <laughs> yeah, unreal. Well, I think that that is a, a perfect way to leave this first one. You've set us up really nicely, Cuthbert, for uh, the next episode. He did say to me, what do you think of the name? And I said, fucking love it. Then straight away, I just meant something to both of us. Like, there you go. Gavin yeah. had to get his wee energetic bit in at the end. You know. yeah, there's the podcast scientist coming in there. You know, at the end of the episode, you need a wee bit of high energy, yeah. make people feel pumped up, you know, as they leave. Um, I'm the newbie in the room like you two have <laughs> a lot of years of experience <laughs> Unreal. well guys thank you very much for listening and uh, we will catch you next time where we will talk about what is the change who they are and what they're trying to do thanks I'm a man on a mission